Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Unpolished. It's your girl Paulette, and I'm back this morning with another mighty word. Yes, another word. We getting closer and closer to the end of the year, and I'm very excited, y'all. I just I can't be more excited because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and just everything that He's done for me up until this point, I'm just so it's mind blowing for me. It's mind blowing. Um, like I said, I've been knowing God all my life, but some of the things that I've seen and just, wow, just how God is just so faithful and just how he continues to prove himself over and over again. He doesn't have to prove himself. He is who he is, but you know, we're spirits in the flesh and you know, Every time something happens, is we're wow. It's a wow to us. It's a wow to us because we like God. You just keep showing up. You just keep showing out. You just keep being faithful. And I'm just so thankful. I'm just so thankful to God, y'all. I'm just so thankful. So um, let me get right into it because I have a busy day ahead and um. I'm just grateful. So this morning I got up, I did my morning prayers. That's a part of what I do consistently on a consistently basis. I do my morning prayers. Um, It it works, y'all. You get up with them morning prayers and then you read your scriptures and then your day goes the way you need it to go. Um, So, you know, we just have to understand how this is. It's definitely is real, but it's a strategy. Everything has a strategy. I don't care what it is. It's a strategy to everything, to everything. And once you are able to realize that and really see what is happening and how things are working and how the game is being played, you're like, this Bible is not just the Bible that you throw in the back of your car and just be like, I got my Bible back there. Or you just have sitting in your house on a shelf just because it looks good that the Bible's up there. This Bible actually holds the jewels to get you to where it is that you need to be while in the earthly realm. It holds the jewels. It's in here. But the first thing that God works on, he works on us. He works on us as an individual. He works on us as an individual. And then as he continues to work on us, (sighs) You know, we continue to be a blessing to the earth and we continue to show up as a blessing to the earth. And that's what it's all about. It's not about self. It's so it's 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 like almost zero percent about self. None of this stuff is about self. It really isn't. It's all about God. I was doing my morning prayers this morning as I looked at the minister pray. And um, I just was, you know, even the other day I was watching and praying and everything. I was like, my God, you know, you just be, you know, it's the dedication. Like, I know I'm dedicated, but, you know, just to see that dedication in someone else and just, oh, it's just a blessing to see it because it gives others the same drive and the same push to continue to be dedicated. Like I'm already dedicated, but like when you just like, my God, I just be like, Oh, you know, and it's, it's a good thing because it's like, okay, it pushes you to continue on in your journey and on your walk. 
you know, it pushes you to just carry on and continue to push and to continue to thrive and continue to trust in what the word of God has for you. So I'm always so grateful when I see other people who um, appreciate what it is that God offers to us as individuals on earth and how he uses our spirit to shine through us to be a blessing to the world. Yes, he uses us. He, he, he enlightens us and he allows us to use our spirit that's within us through Christ Jesus and Holy Spirit to be a light to the world. And that's what it's all about, being a light to the world, right? So the scriptures that God gave me this morning came from Deuteronomy 10 and 12. And it says, What doeth the Lord thy God require of thee but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Come on. Isn't that what's been happening? Serving God with all your heart and soul. Serving God with all your heart and soul. You have to have such a personal relationship with God that can't nothing touch it. Can't nothing touch the relationship that you have with God. I always say towards the end of my podcast, if something in this podcast is for you, pick it up. If it's not, leave it on the table. That's what I do, y'all. When I listen to other people, I take what's for me and what's not, I leave it on the table. I'm saying that because sometimes... When people hear other men, this this is going to help offense, right? Sometimes when people hear other ministers or whatever the case may be, um, it can some things you might take in offense when you shouldn't, right? You shouldn't, right? And this is why you have to always be um, nurture. You have to continue to nurture your mindset. You have to continue to nurture your mindset. Because there's God gives you clues and messages through the word of God and through the people that he used to minister to the world. But remember, in that, you don't have to take everything. You take what you feel is for you and you leave the rest on the table. Because I've came across so many people who said they've experienced church hurt. And I myself, I'm like, yeah, I definitely understand but what, what happens is you have to take what's for you and leave the rest on the table. It's somebody it's for somebody else that might that message might not have been for you. That word might not have been for you. You can't take everything personal because when God uses his people, he uses them for all people. So when God is using you for all people, that means that the message is not just for you. Meaning some of what's being put out there is for somebody else. This is why I say it's not all, it's, it's really 0% about us. And it's more about the light that God wants us to be to the world. The fruit, he wants us to be a fruit to the world, right? Manifestation comes, your gift will make room for you. I honestly believe that. I know I'm just on my podcast and I talk about God and this podcast started started off about talking about grief and loss, but I honestly believe God, your gift will make room for you. And, and to, you know, my podcast, this is a big deal. This is a big thing, right? 
And so that's the mindset you have to have. That's why comparison is a is is of the devil. You can't look at somebody else's platform and want what they want. You be like, God bless them. May God bless them. And you continue to stay focused on what it is that God has given you until he elevates and he he continues to um birth those things into your ministry. Everyone has a different ministry. And this is why when I look at certain people, I just, you know, I take what's for me and the rest, if it's not, I leave it there, right? That's all. That's the only thing you can do because there's jewels and there's keys. Everyone has jewels to give. This is why we have to take so much of ourselves out of our ministry. This is what gets us hemmed up when we put more of us in what we're trying to do for God than, than more of God. This is what gets people hemmed up when you start putting more of you into your ministry than you are putting of God. That happens on a day-to-day basis where you see people putting more of themselves into the ministry and they putting less of God in there. They putting more of their emotions into their ministry and it's really like 2% or less of God within the ministry. So you can't really take it seriously. But when you put all of God in it and you allow God to use you, then it catches a different way, right? It catches a different way. It catches a different way. And that's what I try to do when I get up and I get on here. I I said, like, God, take me out of this thing and let me put all of you in it. Let me put all of you in it so that what it is that you're trying to do in me can shine. All that you're trying to bring out of me can shine, right? Because that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Shining for the kingdom, shining for the kingdom, shining for the kingdom. Let me tell you something. When I'm, I'm going somewhere, God is taking me somewhere. Yes, he is. But let me tell you something. When I get to where I'm going, I'm still going to be this. I, I might not be the same person, but some of what I, who I am is going to be the same. The fact that I like privacy is going to be the same. The fact that I don't like a lot of people coming to visit me at my home, that's going to be the same. That's me, right? I like personal time with God. I like personal time with my my family and friends on occasions, right? But a lot of who I am, personal time and self-development is important. So I've never been a person that needed the crowd. I've just never been that person, right? And I thank God for that because the less people, the more peace, more people. Let me tell you something. Less is better. Because you can focus, you can think, right? I I thank God for always being um, a loner. I've always been like this. People always gravitated towards me. They've always gravitated towards me, right? But my personality naturally, I, I, I enjoy people. But then when it's time to go, it's time to go, right? And so you have to understand that even when God makes room for your gift, it's okay to still own pieces of you, parts of you. Your individuality still stands, right? Your individuality still stands. It's okay to understand that you have a personal relationship with God and that you can't allow other people to force their thinking and their relationship and how their relationship is with God on you. That's why it's called the individual relationship with God individuality. That's why God says, know the the word for yourself. Study the word for yourself. That's why the word of God says that. He tells you in the word of God, 
study for yourself to show yourself sufficient. Study the word of God for yourself. He tells you in the Bible not to lean on other people's understanding of what God has for you. You take what's for you and leave the rest on the table. The word of God says, study the word to show yourself to be sufficient. He's saying that because the individuality piece means something. It means something. That's why we can't look at people's lives and, and look at the world and judge people for what they who they are, where they come. We can't. We don't know what type of individual relationship that person has with God. You can't look at somebody's life and say, oh, this is this person. You don't know who they are in the kingdom. You don't know who they are to God. So you can't do that. You can't do that because what you'll do is you'll hurt yourself, right? And this is what I mean when I say take more of you out of your ministry and put more of God in your ministry, right? Because uh, we, we as humans, we operate off emotion in most cases. But let's take the emotion out and put more of God and more of the word of God in it. I know some people be like, you know, I, I, I don't, she's, you know, she make everything about God and, and everything about Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit. Look, what it maybe this podcast is not for you. And you have to be okay with that because I'm already okay with it. I was okay with it when I started the podcast, but you have to become okay with that, right? We have to understand that we, when you know God for yourself, you stand in what you know, you stand in your individual relationship and you continue to push and you continue to grow with God. That doesn't mean that you can't partner with people. That doesn't mean that you can't um, collab do collaborations. You can, but you still have to understand who you are in the kingdom. You still have to understand that your individual relationship with God trumps all. It's a beautiful thing when you can just go and say, okay, let me go. Let me go and take some time to myself. I need to go talk to God. And I know we, I know, I know, I know, but let me go here. Let, let me go back to my room. I'll be back, but I need to go talk to God. Let me go. Let me go take a few minutes to myself. I'll be right back. I need to go talk to God. Because you know, at that moment. That your individual relationship with God trumps all. You know at that moment that because God loves you, that you can go to him and you don't need a crowd of people to be standing there with you. But if you have one or two people, that's a blessing because um, whenever two or more people stand in agreement, it's done. So it's nothing wrong with having, but it's even better when you do have your individual relationship. You know, touching and agreeing works is real. So I love it when I see people worshiping God together. I, this is my morning prayers. It's, it's a tons of people. You're in praise and you're in worship. You're doing it together, right? You're doing it together in peace and in harmony unto God, right? That's what that's about. And a lot of times we miss that. We miss that. Going into this new year, look, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not missing it. I got to stay within, I got to stay where the Jews are and the Jews are in the word of God. I'm not chasing people. I'm chasing Jesus. I'm, ch I'm, I'm after, I'm, look, I'm, look, running for Jesus. 
that's what they call it, running for Jesus. I think it's a song, a song that say I'm running for Jesus. God wants us. He says the Lord thy it says the Lord thy God with all your heart and your soul. He wants us to serve him with all our heart and our soul. And then also coming from Deuteronomy 13 and 4, it says, Yea, shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice and ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. He wants us to draw close to him. He wants us to draw close to him. He wants us to chase after him. He wants, uh, he wants us to come to him. He wants us to make him the priority. He wants us to make him the priority. That's what he wants. He was like, no, I do all the priority. Right? He wants us to make him the priority. You are the priority. Come on, y'all. And this is what it's about. Getting up doing my morning prayers, right? God is the priority. I know some people say, that's a, like, you know, how much do you got to do that? Is that something you... Now, that could be a bit much for some people. But I don't mind getting up doing my morning prayers. I don't mind. I don't mind it. It's okay for me. For me, it's okay. I can't say what's okay for other people, but for me, it's okay. Getting up doing my podcast, talking about God, reading these scriptures, it's okay for me. It's okay. I don't mind it. I thank God for all that he's doing in my life. I thank God for all that he's doing in my family. I'm appreciative and I'm grateful. So when I go to the book, it's... um. It says a mark of God. It says, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. That's coming from Ephesians 1 and 3. It says, it is by these answered prayers that human nature is enriched. Answered prayers bring us unto constant conscious um, communion with God. Awaken and enlarges gratitude and excites us, inspires us. Answered prayers is the mark of God in your praying. It is the exchange with heaven and establishes and, realize, and realizes a relationship with God. We give our prayers in exchange for the divine blessings. God accepts our prayers. God accepts our prayers. God accepts our prayers and gives himself his presence and his grace in return. He accepts our prayers. He gives himself his presence and his grace in return. He accepts our prayers. He gives his, himself his presence and his grace in return. And then it says, I come before you with prayers, a promise. Father, I want to thank you 
for all the blessings and goodness you bestow on us. I pray for forgiveness of my sins. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Whew. You said some of this hot chocolate. Y'all, yeah, that was that was deep. He gives himself, his presence, and his grace in return. He accepts our prayers. He gives himself, his presence, and his grace in return. That's what he does. That's what he does. That's what he does, y'all. Because we serve a mighty God. He just don't have to give us one thing. He can give us three. He gives us his presence. He gives us himself. And he gives us his grace. He gives us his presence. He gives us himself. And he gives us his grace. Because it says, what a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adores him. Heaven and earth adores him. So we the light workers, we're on earth. We adore, I adore God. That's why it says heaven and earth adore him. He's adored by all, right? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. It says, angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adores him. What a mighty God we serve. That's the song this morning, y'all. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus can work that thing out, y'all. I'm a living witness. What a mighty God we serve. We serve a mighty God, y'all. We have we serve a mighty God. A mighty. A mighty God. Yes, what a mighty God we serve. That song is in my spirit. Let me see if I let a mind. Let me see if this hit by Hezekiah. It might not be. I know the song that I'm hearing, but I'm not sure if this is the right. Y'all know I'm, I'm horrible with this thing. We're going to see in a minute. This is it. That's not it. That's not it, y'all. It's an older song. You know, it's an older song. 
So let me see if I can find it. Because I got time this morning. Let me see. This might be it right here. That's it. That's it. That was the song. That's all they said. That's the whole song. What a mighty God we serve. That's the whole song. Angels bow before you. Heaven and earth adores you. What a mighty God we serve. And that's where I'm at this one. We serve a mighty God. We serve a mighty God. We serve a God that loves us. A God that see past our faults. A God that restores us. A, this is why forgiveness is for us. This is why we have to forgive and we have to leave the rest on the altar. This is why, let me tell you something. Sometimes I could I could be reminiscing or thinking and I could hear, it was a, a lady used to take care of my grandmother. And when I started to get to know her, she was sharing her testimony. And there was a, it was a part of what she was sharing. And she would say, you know, sister, um, you know, God said, leave that thing alone, right? So it was something going on in her life. She didn't go into great detail. But she said, God, I gave it to God. I gave it to God. God told me to let that thing go, leave it alone. And I just, see, it's a blessing when you can watch people. You know where they come from and you know where they are. And you can see the manifestations of God happening in their life. 
and you know, and you're looking at what what is what what is your strategy? What are you doing? And she wasn't doing nothing out of the ordinary. She was consistent in her prayers. It didn't matter if she was at work. She was still reading her reading the Bible at the job. She was on her time. If it was quiet, she was in her word. Right? Right? Love God, love family, right? Her immediate family, her husband, her children, right? She had a strategy. She had a strategy to win. Through she she what she realized was that the jewels of how to navigate in this earth was in this Bible. And that's why she stayed in it so much. Cause she was in there constantly looking for the, the, another Jew. She was these. You can read the, a scripture and then not get it, and then you can read it at a different time in your life. Same scripture and it says something completely different. Same scripture. The words don't change, but your situation might have changed. So the scripture means something different to you at that time. And this is what it is when you start to have consistent prayers. You go to God one way, and then as you start to develop and grow in your prayer life, you start to evolve. And then all of a sudden, things start to change. Things start to happen. Things start to go. This is why you can't let people put, um, you can't let people label your, your growth in God and your situation. This is why you don't listen to a lot of people. You have to go directly to the person who answers the questions. And the questions is answered via the kingdom of God. God answers. God has the answer. Right? God has the answer. He has the answer for everything. He has the answer. He has the answer. And because I believe so much in what God is doing in my life, I'm always excited and I'm up and I'm ready. I don't mind doing my early morning prayers. I had somebody message me this morning because they worked the midnight shift and she was telling me, you know, speaking stuff. And I was like, girl, are you not bothering me because I'm up anyway doing my morning prayers? I'm up anyway doing my morning prayers. I'm up anyway doing my morning prayers. I'm doing my morning prayers. Right? I'm doing my morning prayers. And so I'm just so thankful to God, y'all. I just, I appreciate this relationship that I have built, that God has actually built with me. I just became open. I became open. I released all power that I thought I had as an individual and I allow God to take soul control over what it is that I'm becoming. I, and it's no more 50, 50. It's I'm a hundred percent released and sold out to Jesus. So now he gets to come in and he says, whatever you ask of me is yours. He says, ask and it shall be given. Ask and it shall be given. I gave myself a hundred percent. I say, God, I, I look, I'm giving myself a hundred percent. And he says, and thank you, daughter, because now that you've released all what you thought you was controlling, let me control the wheel. Let me take the wheel and watch what I do. Let me take the wheel and watch what I do. You've been driving all your life. And 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 let's see where did it get you. 
I need you to release the wheel. But see, we have to get there. We have to get there, y'all, because we do think sometimes, even though I've grown up in church, we do think God got the wheel. We was like, I don't have the complete wheel. You're driving half of the car and I'm driving half of the car. So the half that I'm driving is covering you and protecting you from your driving. And the half that you're driving, you driving. Go ahead and drive. I'm going to be on holding this wheel. You're going to hold that wheel and I'm going to keep you covered. But we're going to have to park this car because I'm going to need you to let go the wheel. And this is what happens when you surrender. You say, God, I fully surrender. I'm sorry. I, I, I know I know how to drive, but I can't drive like you. I want you to drive this car because we are a vehicle. We, our flesh is a vehicle. That's why we have arms and we have feet. We are a vehicle. We can move around throughout the earth. We can move around and be a blessing to people. We are a vehicle. But the question is, who's driving your vehicle? I thought God was driving my vehicle a long time ago, but clearly I was driving half of the car. And there's only one wheel. So just imagine me driving the wheel, holding the wheel, and God holding the wheel. He's saying, I told you to go this way. And then I'm like, but no, I think I'm going to go this way. He says, I told you to go forward. I said, no, 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 I think I'm going to go backwards. He says, no, I need you to get off the wheel. And see, this is how doors start to open. Because you you let go the wheel. You say, I, I, I can let it go, Jesus. You take it. And then you start to operate. You start to see things differently because you're no longer driving. You you are who you are. You start to look at yourself and you say, I don't even look like my regular self. I look, I, thank you, Jesus. Have you ever looked at yourself and said, thank you, God. I know I'm beautiful, but my God, because God takes the wheel. He takes full control over who you are. You're not even operating in your old self because you're no longer your old self. You're operating in the Holy Spirit. God takes the wheel. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for your covering, God. Thank you, God, for your peace, God. Thank you, Jesus. This is why when you allow God to take control, you don't have to worry about what people are trying to do behind the scenes. Because anything they send your way, they, it's, it, it goes back. This is why we have to be careful on what we wish upon people, how we think about people. Because then when you do that, those thoughts that you think for someone else comes back to you. You say, what is happening here? You're happening. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? Is what you're thinking beneficial to your growth? Are you thinking godly or is your thinking stinking? Which one is it? Because if you're not thinking the godly thoughts, then what you're thinking will re re retroactivate back to you. So don't do things like that to yourself. Do things for yourself. Release yourself to God. Release yourself in prayer. Jesus. Whew. I wish I want, I, and I say that, I think everybody should have peace. Right? I think everybody should surrender all of themselves to God. If God gave you a ministry and you work in that thing, surrender yourself and let God take that will and watch what happens. Surrender. God will do what you can't do. God will do the unthinkable. God, let God take fully control over your mind. Let God take fully control over your soul. Let God take full control over your heart. Let God take... Oh, Mm. 
Let God take full control because you won't have issues. You won't be angry. You, 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 you will start to feel what needs to be felt. You'll be able to tap into with your kids, your, your emotions, everything comes together. Oh, Jesus. And so we have to realize that this is why I walk how I do. I fear God. I fear God with everything in me. This is why I say, God, you take the wheel. Take it, Jesus. And he say, I'm going to take it and watch where I take you, daughter. Thank you for releasing. I've been covering you, daughter. I know you strong. I know you got this. I know you. I know you've been faithful. I know you ain't did all the right things to daughter. I know who you are, daughter. I knew you before you got here. I knew the, the, what your life was going to look like before you before you knew what your life was going to look like. I knew where I was taking you via the Holy Spirit before you knew where I was taking you. But that's how come I stayed in the car with you because the word of God says I will never leave you or forsake you. In this journey, everybody won't be able to go. In this journey, you'll start to see some things. In this journey, people who are not for you will be your blessing. You know why? Because they'll lead you to where God needs you to be and then they'll fall off. They will lead you to where God needs you to be and then they'll fall off because there was, they, they, they only had a certain... This is how come I try... And, and God speaks to me. He talks to me. He's like, daughter, their assignment was to get you here. Don't take it personal. Their assignment was to get you to this place. They did their job. Don't it don't don't take it personal. The assignment was for them to get you to this place. You needed them. I had to use them, even though they mind ain't right, they got stinking thinking. I because I control all, right? So I control even your enemies, daughter. I control them too, and I will make them bless you. Daughter, I will make your enemies bless you and they won't even realize what they're doing until it's too late. Daughter, I will make your enemies bless you and they won't realize what they're doing until it's too late. And he said, daughter, so don't be mad about your enemies. Be grateful because when they when their job is done, they will fall off. Daughter, I will make your enemies bless you. I will make them bless you and then they'll fall off. They got you to where you needed to be. This is why you can't take some things personal. I'm somebody who's so... I'm always authentic about who I am. I tell people, like, I don't like to be suffocated. I love my family. I can sit around my family, my immediate family, like my kids and everything. I can sit around them all day long. But anything outside of that, I'm like, you know... If I'm in a relationship or married or something like that, then, you know, I could do that. But then outside of that, I'm like, okay, I got to give it a time frame, right? And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, right? And so, um, I'm that's just how I am. So, I'm not somebody who always chopping it up on the phone. I used to be that person, I'm just not her anymore. And so, this is why God starts, had to build tough skin. He had to build tough skin. Because what happens is if he the skin not tough enough, he has to guard your heart. This is how come you don't, it's like you don't always let people in too close because you're always watching. It's not that you wish the worst. It's that you're just watching. You got to watch, right? 
And God said, daughter, I will allow your enemies to bless you. I will allow them to bless you. I will allow them to get you to the place that you need to get to. I will allow, that's what, that's what when the word of God says, I'll make your enemies your footstools. That's what that means. I'll allow them to bless you and then they'll fall off. Because by the time they realize that they bless you, they'll realize that they really don't like you. And then by the time they get back to that part, it'll be too late because you've already seized the blessings. This is what seizing the moment is all about. It's nothing wrong with being loyal to people. But see, when God is taking you places, he's taking you certain places, you just have to, when you completely surrender to God, you just have to just let God do the driving. And then things that you would normally be upset about, you'll be like, okay, well, all right. It won't really matter. That's why you don't have to always try to figure everything out. It comes, it'll come to you. It'll show itself. It will show up. Right. <sighs> but that's why God says, I will allow your enemies to bless you. And by the time they realize what they've done, it'll be too late. So don't curse your enemies. Bless them. Say, God bless you. Right. Thank you, Jesus. So today I just, I speak peace in people's mind and people's heart. Allow God to take the will. Confess with your mouth and believe, believe with your heart that Jesus is Lord. Right? And just remember that you can go to God at any time. He's available 24-7. He's for us. Thank you, Jesus. I want y'all to have a great day. I'm definitely going to have a great day. I hope this podcast is going to bless somebody. If it didn't, it probably wasn't for you. But if it did, take what was and whatever wasn't. Leave it on the table. Somebody else will pick it up. Y'all be blessed. We serve a mighty God. I'm going to get out of here. Peace out.